Hey, happy girls. Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Brawl Lady with Missy Helderman. We cannot wait to teach, inspire, and even maybe share a giggle or two with our beloved Happy Girls family. So without further ado, let's dive right in to today's episode with Missy. Hey, happy girls. This is Missy, your favorite bra lady. And today I want to continue a conversation that we had last week. Last week we were talking about letting go, letting go of the stuff in our lives, letting go of the un, unfinished projects, and even those junk drawers that just were causing us shame. That's what we talked about. And I want to just go a little further with that this week. And I want to talk about just some couple different tips that can help you when going through like your closet. Okay. So as the season is changing here in Southern Indiana, now I know in Phoenix, Arizona, it's still at nine o'clock in the morning. They're still swimming. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. It was 40 degrees this morning, but we're having to change out our wardrobe. We're going for the little bit warmer things. The jeans are getting, you know, they go to the floor instead of our capris or shorts. Um, Even our shoes, we're putting away the sandals and getting out the tennis shoes or the dress shoes, the closed toe shoes, right? This is the perfect time to look at your closet and see what it is that you actually wore this year, this last season. How many sleeveless tops and blousey tops and shorts and skirts and all those things that you've held on to for the summer seasons have you not touched yet and if you haven't touched it is there a reason why we're holding on to it now I know some of us are sentimental and we are holding on to our class jackets from 1987 or we're holding on to the prom dress from not too long after that. Um, because heaven forbid it might come back in style, right? <laughs> well, I know if you wait long enough, it will come back. But is that what you want to fill your closet with? You know, I heard somebody say not too long ago, the best way to organize the closet and to really build a wardrobe of things that you will wear and you feel great about is to only have the pieces you love in there. Not the pieces that you tolerate, not the pieces that it's like, oh, this is a little tight, so you push it off and you never really wear it. Or that wonderful bargain piece that you only paid so much for because, you know, it's a good deal, but it goes with absolutely nothing those are just clutter for your closet one of the things that i have and i've tried this and this works it's a little frustrating it is a little frustrating i will admit but if you take all of your hangers everything in your closet and turn them backwards okay so instead of like hooking them on the rod forward you just flip it around and so then as you go through the seasons If you've not touched it in a year, you will still know because they will still be flipped backwards. And it makes it a little easier. If you've not touched it in a a year, then by golly, you could get rid of it. You're not going to wear it. I don't know if you're like me. 
I'm not sure if I'd wear the same size in a year. Seems like a lot of my things tend to shrink in the closet over the summer, over the winter. I don't know how that is. If you guys know, I'd love to hear, you know, what is the secret to that? And don't tell me stop drinking, eating chocolate. I don't want to hear that. Okay. Just don't want an ice cream. (laughs) But a couple great things. I always have, it seems like the first quarter of my closet, the one that's, you know, you walk in the door and it's the easiest access. Those tend to be those five or 10 pieces that I wear all the time. That other 75% of my closet, I don't hardly even look at. Now, one of the great things that you can do to kind of organize your closet so that you can find everything is putting like things together. When I say that, I mean all of your t-shirts, all your short sleeve t-shirts, put those all in one. All your long sleeve t-shirts or turtlenecks, put those all together. All of your sweaters all together. All of your jeans together. All of your jackets together. And then What helps even more, and I know this sounds a little particular, but it really does help to go through and put the colors, the light colors together in those different categories. What you might find is that you have four of the same exact t-shirt. And it might not be exactly, but it is darn close because you're consistent, right? You like the same thing. You may also find that oh, I didn't even realize that I had this, this, and this. It was jammed in the back, so I just bought another one. So just trying to purge quickly through your closet, that's a great way to do it. Find out what you have in like items, and you really don't need 16 of the same thing, right? Another thing that I do, and I do this every, oh gosh, I try to do it about every time that I change seasons, okay? I call it just a real quick purge. I literally scan through, I touch every single thing that's in my closet and decide, am I wearing this? Do I still like this? Is this uncomfortable? And what I find is I can pull out usually a good handful of things right there in a matter of five or 10 minutes because I don't like it anymore or it doesn't it doesn't fit me like I, I like it to fit or it doesn't match anything. It is so easy to pull just those few out. And so, yes, fast purge first. Put it, everything together first. Actually, you can even do a fast purge before you organize everything. But you can organize it, fast purge, then go back and give it a little more thought. I know some people that will take and like okay, we're going into fall. So they'll take all of their fall items. They'll try them all on. They'll see if they can make outfits out of them. And if they can't and they don't like it, then they toss it. There are so many different ways a person can do it. I think that what makes it the easiest for me is to have some place where I believe in that I can donate it to. What I'm saying is like, for example, Lydia's Closet over in Illinois. That little boutique is the sweetest little thing. It's in Robinson, Illinois, and it's owned by a good friend of mine, Diane, who all they do, it's a free store, okay? 
So if there is somebody in their county that has had issues, whether they've had a fire or coming out of a rough situation, whatever it is, they can come in and basically shop at the store, but there's no cost to them. Now they do it by donations, both money and clothes, but they're also very particular about the clothes they get because you know what? You don't want junk, do you? So they're very particular about what they have. And because I know that they go straight to the people who need them, they're not selling them. They're not making a profit out of them and turn around and doing something different. They're just not doing that. I love sending clothes to the place like that. And it's simply when I know that it's going to a good home or I know that somebody else can enjoy them or are going to appreciate them. It's just so much easier to let go of some of the stuff that I've, I've held on too long. Maybe it's because I know that I've put money into it. And so I feel like I've got my money out, but out of it by wearing it and and using it, but somebody else can get use out of it too. Do you have places like that around that? I know down in Floyd County, it's the mustard seed. I think the mustard seed has two or three different locations now. And it's a ministry where they, they actually sell the items But the money stays in the ministry to make sure that they are, you know, people get what they need. And that's not even like Lydia's closet is really just clothes, shoes, that kind of thing. Where mustard seed is furniture and all kinds of different things. And even when we were going through things of dad's, it was so nice to be able to take it to a place that we know that somebody's going to get a good good use out of it. So that I think actually if I said anything that's probably my number one tip for cleaning out closets, houses, anything, collections is knowing that you've got a place that you can send it. My mom even, she was telling me just the other day, she was getting rid of um, some pieces that she wanted to get rid of in the house. And she even found a person who he is a former military person who he actually has a business where he picks up the things. And then if it's possible that somebody else can use it, then he takes them to the donated places. Or if they're not good enough, then he takes them to the dump. Do you know how freeing that was for my mom? Because mom doesn't have a truck. She didn't have the, the way to haul. I think it was a couch and a love seat, something like that. Um, she didn't have a way to haul it. So knowing that she had someone who would pick them up and disperse them in a way that she believed in, how freeing that was. It was great. I would I wouldn't mind to have something like that. I don't think there is anything close to me like that. But yeah, that's my number one tip. You can do fast. You can do a fast purge. You can take and organize your things, like things together. And that even goes not only for clothes, but that goes for shoes. That goes for books. That goes for dishes and silverware and anything that we have had a collection over the years of, right? So we can see how many we have and to what extent we do, right? 
but then also making sure that we believe in where we're taking it, whether it's St. Vincent's or Goodwill. There are so many great places that we can donate our items to that either will sell it so that they have the money to support the ministries or that they can support the people right away, you know, in, in their situations. It's so great. And think about it. What is it saying? What's one man's trash is another man's treasure. Now, I'm not saying that the things we're getting rid of are trash. What I'm saying is that we no longer need them, but they could be exactly what someone else really could use. Now, I do want to say one more thing to this point. If you don't want that item, if it is, now how do I say it? Wait a minute, let me, let me think about this a second. There are times that I have heard where churches and like Goodwills, those kind of things, they have been on the receiving end of a lot of products, a lot of things, right? But there are things that they have received that have just been junk. Like what somebody was trying to do was clean out the junk drawer and it was really just trash stuff like things that you wouldn't even keep that you didn't want to use that were like done over completely gone. You know what I mean? And instead of taking and actually taking and throwing them into the garbage, they've taken and donated them into the church things. Matter of fact, I even heard, maybe this will clear it up. Maybe this will explain a little better. I heard a story of a lady who was cleaning out her freezer and she, how did it go? She called the, I th it was a turkey place, okay? I don't remember the name of the turkey place, but she called the turkey place and said, so I've had this freezer, or I've had this turkey in the bottom of my freezer for so many years, X amount of years. And she wanted to know if it was still going to be good. Now, it was like 10 years old, something like that. And the customer service says to her, you know, it's probably still okay to eat, but I can pretty well assure you that it's not going to be very tasty. That it's probably, you know, freezer burnt, it's probably done. And she, to which she responded, oh, that's fine. I'll just donate it to the church for the Christmas, for the Christmas dinners. Now, if you were on the receiving end of getting clothes, getting food, getting shoes, furniture, whatever it was, in situations where you were in need, would you want somebody else's rejects? I don't think so. So I'm very mindful of when I do donate the things to charities and to groups, that it still be in good shape, that it still be what somebody would like to wear. Not something that's all holy and covered with paint or dirt and mold or what have you. So be mindful when you're going through the things. Now, they might be out of style in your eyes. That doesn't mean anything because by golly, look at these kids nowadays wearing all these vintage clothes. Style is, is relative, but the condition of the items, I really want you to consider when you're donating, make sure that they're, they still have life in them. They're still 
worth, you wouldn't be embarrassed by wearing them or using them. Does that make sense? Okay. I hope so. Well, ladies, you have a great day. Go, go look at your closet. See if there's not three or four or five things that you can pull out of there and make a little more room. And you have a fantastic evening, day, morning, whatever time it is. (laughs) All right. We will talk to you next week. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. And that was another episode of Confessions of a Brawl Lady with our favorite host, Missy Helderman. She left us feeling inspired, encouraged, but also ready to just tackle the day. So if you want to keep up with us, and specifically with Missy, go to our website, www.thebrawmarket.com. Once you're there, you'll find access to so many resources, including how to book an appointment, how to buy a bra or find your fit, how to follow us on social media or join our email club, but also just other fun resources like merchandise and subscriptions. We'll see you next week, happy girls.